Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the number one professional wrestling radio show in Las Vegas. This is the Mark Hoke Show. The Mark Hoke Show. Going bell to bell with the best in professional wrestling news, entertainment, and lots of Sin City surprises from inside the squared circle. Now, let's get to all the exciting pro wrestling action and bring on the host. Here is Mark Hoke. And it's our number two of the Mark Hoke Show. We are very happy to have you with us here on a Sunday morning. All of you out there, because it's a ton of you. We appreciate it. Thank you guys for tuning in. Guys and gals for tuning in. We do appreciate it. Even you aliens out there. Ah, yes, yes. You know what? I met this alien named Dale once. Now, it may have been the mushrooms. However, <laughs> David difference, everybody. Right. He's You're, a bit different. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's making a difference. All right. Just a tad. Just a tad. Just a tad. Ash Arkell sitting in with us today as well. And uh, B. Brian Blair are going to be joining us here on the show in the next segment. So we'll look forward to talking to Brian. Yeah, good dude, man. He just uh, I'll get that fixed up. Uh, but, yeah, we had a good talk <laughs> with him yesterday. Like, I'm excited about uh, what's coming up, man. Yeah, the Cauliflower Alley Club reunion here in Las Vegas at the end of August. It's going to be awesome. Absolutely. Can't wait. Yeah, for a guy that uh, you have quite the large vocabulary, man. uh, Awesome. Spiffy. Yeah, that's better. (laughs) (laughs) Spiffy. All right, right. Spectacular, spectacular. There it is. There it is. For an Englishman, I'm a bit appalled by the vocabulary there. It should have been like outstanding. There it is. There it is. He's just taking a dump on you, man. That's all right. Whatever. You're used to it by now. Yeah. Eh. I, I know I know where how everybody really feels. you got to keep Mark humble, you know? Yeah, right, please. Yeah, yeah, you see this <laughs> yeah guy, absolutely. Right? Don't even get me started on this guy, how he Him walks his around. purple shirt with his purple logo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. i got to bust that thing back out. Yeah. Now that we're on live stream, I guess I probably should be doing well, the purple shirt. Well, that is purple. Isn't that purple? No. No, it's like midnight blue. What are you guys talking about? The lights faded in it. That's purple. I mean, there's, there's, I guess there's a little bit on the front. It works. Anyway, the best of pro wrestling news and entertainment. Enough about my wardrobe. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) Unbelievable. This show just gets off the rails in a hurry. And of course, uh, thanks to everybody watching us on live stream on YouTube and Twitch as well. We certainly uh, appreciate you joining us there too. Lots happening. Uh, Well, but I want to get back to Ash here. With everything he has going on, and of course, yeah, you know, we see a lot of interesting things going on in WWE. And, you know, LA Knight coming around. You know, one I know, of our boys. Yeah, from FSW. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's it. That's all. It Let takes. me talk to you. Yeah, that's the guy. Right <laughs> Repetition there, is the essence of skill. Yeah, yeah. Talk about that. You put a guy on TV with a with a good audience for five weeks, and you give him that spot to hit for 30 seconds to two minutes, and he can get those catchphrases out. Week six. Yeah. And it's over. You got a T-shirt. That's it. Your money. Yeah. Well, that's a meteoric rise, man. For somebody that's been in the business as long as he has. We're talking about L.A. Knight. Yeah. And it's like. like, That's Halley's Comet going through the galaxies. Yeah. But I remember, like, first time I seen him at FSW, Mm. it was like. And everybody's talking about the throwback. Oh, it's Austin. Oh, he's The Rock. You know, and it's like he's been this no. guy since he started. Sean Ricker, Eli Drake. Yeah, yeah. And it was just captivating. So now that the world's, I don't know, because I thought in TNA was like he's the guy. 
but he didn't he didn't get a he shine He was like the there. Andrew Tate back then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so now now all of a sudden they're going nuts. He's like the biggest thing in WWE right now. Um, definitely hats off for that. Well-deserved, but I saw it 15 years ago. Yeah, he comes I mean, Triple H you know, I, I saw his magic. I saw, his, yeah, right, right, yeah. right. Yeah, so I guess a lot of backstage <laughs> politics that stopped him. And what was that Dupree gimmick? Oh, oh the, the Max Dupree. If, if you, oh my if God. you want to hear one of my great tangents, I do on the show. Go back into our archives and look that one up. He Horrible. broke me. He broke me. It was bad. Yeah, I, I, it was I, bad. At that point, when they did carrying wrong, they did that Dupree stuff. I was like, I'm done with WWE. Nobody can tell you how to be you, but yourself. Exactly. That that is correct. Uh, well, you know, Ash, what are your some of the thoughts on the business right now? I know you know you have some pretty. You want to go there? Yeah, let's go there. I hate it. Damn. <laughs> what the hell? It's okay. This is what it is. Imagine back in the day, you had those gladiators of the Colosseum, or those Greek gods, or you know, war heroes, Achilles, Hercules, Theseus, and the Minotaur. That's Triple H, Shawn Michaels. That's all these guys, right? And they want nobody to be bigger than them. Mm-hmm. And you know, Chris Jericho used to complain back in the day about Hogan not being able to get out of the way, and now. Chris Jericho will not get out of the way. Mm. You know? they. Oh, but if, I, if I'm not on TV, nobody's going to watch the show. Um, maybe give other people a chance. But the other thing is wrestlers used to look like, like bodybuilders nowadays, right? If you put a wrestler in a gym, you don't know which one's a wrestler. The marks have become wrestlers and the wrestlers have become marks. Mm. Fans, excuse me. Damn. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> and, and, and like... A wrestler should look like he should be able to whoop your dad's butt, not cry about your sister. And that's where it's gone for me. I've gone from seeing the larger-than-life people to seeing the guy that used to serve me a Big Mac. Right. And it's just, it's throwing me off. And it's all because, oh, yeah, well, we want our shot and we want our thing too. And it's been graciously given. And I do understand why some of the legends aren't getting out of the way. But you're having to constantly bring back people like Punk. You're having to constantly... You know, try and find anything. Every week, someone's got to go through a table. Every week, someone's got to get interrupted. The rules have just been abandoned. You know what? What rules are those? So, you know, give everybody an idea of where you're coming from. Obsolete. The, the wrestlers are getting out the ring for ten seconds, and the refs they're counting. You know, twenty seconds in between four seconds. Do you know what I mean? It, it's just it takes too long for them to be able to tell stories. If you're not a good enough talent to be able to tell. The story with the referee, the fans, their life. You can't plan a date, you know. Oh, I'll buy her flowers and then um, I'll give her compliments and then, I'll, you know, I'll walk her to her car and then maybe I'll get a kiss. And, you know, if she likes me, she'll invite me back to her house for a cup of tea. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. You hear him, Mark? You know what I'm saying? It doesn't <laughs> work that way. You have to feel out the date. You have to feel the vibe. You have to feel a crowd. If you don't do that, you're not a worker. And what we've got right now is a whole bunch of choreographed ballerinas. Ooh, it well, is ballet now. Well, you know, it's interesting that you say that because you know, it used to be that guys would get in the ring and call a match. Right. And, you know, you didn't, they knew how to have a fight. You didn't, you didn't do all the, okay, this is, you know, we're going to do this, 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 and this, and sequence it out. You know, that a lot of that came from Randy Savage and some other people, uh, and that seems to be the trend yeah, now. But one time but, a year but, at a big event. But there's a um, uh, just, you know, it feels like that the adaptation to the crowd sometimes isn't there because you just want to stick to this is what we planned 
instead well, of maybe going a different direction. You know what I mean? Yeah, but sometimes the crowd's to blame too because they want to be part of the show too. And they're almost hijacking wrestling now. This is ours. We don't want the cool kids to come back. You know, everybody's leeching and latching onto their thing and like, oh, don't take it away from me. This is mine. It's happening everywhere. So what do you do about it? <sighs> Someone has to make a difference. Ah, well, speaking of the difference. Uh, yeah, no, I definitely <laughs> agree with that, man. Um, like in a lot of aspects. But do you see anybody that is currently doing it correctly? I mean, and then you look at, I mean, you can't just look at, you know, one match. No, you have you, to look at the whole Right. spectrum of the show so is anybody doing it correctly do you see anybody that's standing out in terms of what you think there's this needed? there's this little place in a dark corner of las vegas and it's called future stars of wrestling there it is wow so it is the bastion of doing it right the bastion in, in the, yeah bastion booger no <laughs> do you complain about my vocabulary so i bur- i bust one out <laughs> well and, that word and, down, man. And, yeah, yeah. There's, there's thousands of listeners right now just went huh <laughs> just get on your phones guys all right bastion yeah all right man i should have popped the picture up so everybody be like oh okay no everyone's busting out their th- thesaurus right now yeah, what the hell? This, this is wrestling mark by the way just real fast on the side on that speaking of that category mantor died Ah, I did hear that. Rest in peace, Mantar. CAC, man. R.I.P. Yeah. Quick. Every week there's a, there's, there's a wrestler popping his clogs. Doing what now? Every Popping his clogs. Dying. Do, oh, popping his clogs. Kicking the bucket. Popping his clogs? Popping his clogs. I don't like it. The, <laughs> <laughs> break that down, man. Like Teach the Von Trapp family. They're up on the hills yodeling. They get yeah, the, they had a long day, you know, yeah. grafting, and then they just pop the clogs off and they get in the bed and that's it. Right. Oh, nice. Yeah. You never heard of that? Nah, this bastard, man. I mean, you need to get more cultured, mate. Exactly. I need to get more cultured because yes, I don't know one much. reference. Yes. I don't know one reference about kicking clogs <laughs> you off still down got, the hill. You still got lava lamps in your house. I do, man. Exactly. I don't want to hear it. What's your, what's hey, your, hey. What's your point about that? <laughs> Come on. 1970s. This atmosphere, man. I love the 70s. We can tell. Get out of here. I wasn't there. Because I don't know a reference about kicking clogs off. Clogs. This is America. We don't wear clogs. This oh. is America. I was supposed oh, to know that. man. This is America. Anyway, back, <laughs> Damn back, it. back to the wrestling and our guest, Ash Arkell. Of course, uh, Brian Blair <laughs> comes right. here in just a little bit. What the hell? Well, well, well Ash, what do, we, what do we do about that? How do you change the industry? How do we well, change? Yeah, what do you, what what do you want to do about things, it? What I am doing about it. What is that? You two are my friends, so you should know what I'm doing about it. But I, you, you have thousands of new friends. Okay, for for the thousands and the uh, soon to be millions that are going to be tuning in. Uh, yeah. The way that we change it is, we need to stop treating professional wrestling like a carny industry. This is the turn of the century. This is where everybody has to make change, and we are the fathers of this century. Even us, you know, we have to make a difference, and this is how we do it. We start un- unionizing wrestling. We actually make a government, a good government. And everybody gets spooked. Oh, my God, what are you talking about, a government? Well, it's a government to help. Wrestlers are out there with no health care, no publicity, no, nobody there to teach them merchandising, nobody, nobody out there to guide them how it is between the shows. There are wrestlers out there, even at WWE, that are having to pay for their own travel, pay for their own hotel, and pay for their own medical. It's ridiculous. And on the indie circuit, there are guys out there doing bumps for hot dogs and handshakes just so that they can get their, you know, name out there and get a little bit of notoriety and publicity. And they're being exploited. 
there's there's two ways of making money in this world. One, you create value. Two, you exploit people. Pro wrestling is the one of the biggest exploitations of of, of humans on the planet, especially in the sports industry. They're actors. They're life, you know, the um, improvisational artists. They're 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 live performers. They're stuntmen, and they're getting paid a fifth of what those guys would get paid. Right, right. So I, I hear you talking about the problems. What's the solution there? Well, as you know, mm-hmm. we are building the first ever wrestling talent agency. There and it's going to be called Catch. And we will, like a subscription fee, we will sign you up and we will help you and guide you globally to get your name out there. But obviously, you know, there's a criteria. You know, we're going to have different tiers and, you know, see if people uh, are w- where they fit in, basically. And then from there, we start building more and more of them worldwide and create leagues. And then from there, I'm in talks with family. Like, There's things I can't talk about at the moment uh, due, due to legal reasons, but um, there, there are things in the pipeline that will be rivaling a lot of the things that we see now in sports entertainment. And the way that we do that is by bringing back the territories, a lot of the people that we're going to be seeing at the Cauliflower Alley Club. So I'm very excited to go this year. Yep. And the way that we um, make this happen is we get people together and we unionize pro wrestling, finally. That's it. Well, tell me this. When you talk about unionizing pro wrestling, I know there's been attempts in the past. So how do we get over that hurdle? There's been attempts in the past, but they're done at a bias. They're, They're done in a biased way. Okay. You know, it's all, it's, it's never really about the wrestlers. It's about the guy who's doing it and look at me. I'm like Jesus. No, you're not. You're an idiot. And (laughs) you need to, you need to stop. And it always using other people's money. This time I'm using my money. And I spent the last 15 years saving and saving and saving. And I ain't taking it to the grave with me. I don't have a close knit family. You know, I do come from the Knights. They're the, they're the people I consider um, my family, but you know, everybody in that family is doing it for themselves. There, it was it, it, very much like when we got hurt as kids, it was all right, get up, dust yourself off. Let's get back at it. And I've taken my knocks and th- there's been things said about me in this business. And some of them are true and some of them aren't, but the way that for me, it was tearing my Achilles, not being able to ever wrestle. And, thinking, right, I can't be Steve Austin now. How do I become Vince? And if I was Vince Sr., the way that he had kept it in the territories, how would I have made this wrestling thing massive? Because let me ask you this question, guys, right? Mm-hmm. What is the biggest thing in football? Uh, the stadiums. Nope. Oh. <laughs> Super Bowl. Right, of course. Right? Biggest thing in baseball is the World Series. Now, if I said to you, how do the, how do the teams get to the World Series or the Super Bowl or the NBA playoffs or the Stanley Cup? How do they get there? Playoffs. Win. They compete, right? Seeds. For points, wins, losses, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. Now, I know AEW tried this, but then it just kind of fizzled out and went to pop. But, like, all right, now let me ask you, how does somebody become the world champion? How do you get to WrestleMania? Uh, you get over. Nah, you just pick a fight with somebody by picking up a microphone. Or, you know, you do good at merch sales and stuff. There's no real way to see how that wrestler is the best. It's a performance-based art. It's, it, it, it's an exhibition of strength, of athleticism, of psychology. And I think the way that we need to do that now is we need to judge that. So there, there, there are things in plan to build a new way of professional wrestling. WWE, AEW, ROH, Impact, everyone else, they can have sports entertainment. You can have the circus show. We're going to go do the sport. 
We're going to bring back the rules. Wow. That sounds absolutely amazing. Well, Ash, I'll tell you, later on the show, we'll give everybody a chance to, you know, or give you a chance to get everybody to get in touch with you and, you know, talk to you about this idea. And it sounds absolutely phenomenal. Yeah, B. Brian Blair seems like somebody I need to talk to, too. There you go. But uh, we're going to head to break, and we're going to have said B. Brian Blair on the show talking about what's happening with the Cauliflower Alley Club and a whole lot more. And he's recovering from, I don't know if you saw the pictures on Twitter, boys. Oh, some serious back surgery. Yikes. Getting old sucks. Yes, it does. But that Brian's still pretty young. He's all right. Yeah, he's a young man. He's looking great, man. Yes, he He is. He ain't kicking no clogs down no mountain anytime. (laughs) (laughs) Let's stick around. Be Brian Blair and the rest of us. We'll be back on the Mark Hoke Show. We'll be back. Get ready for one of the most exciting and interactive events on the pro wrestling calendar. The 57th Annual Cauliflower Alley Club Reunion at the Plaza in Las Vegas. Meet some of your all-time professional wrestling favorites. Check out the wrestling memorabilia. Participate in terrific seminars and star-studded events, including Tuesday and Wednesday night CAC Awards and Dinner Nights. Visit CaulifloweralleyClub.org and get your tickets and membership today. That's CaulifloweralleyClub.org. 1015 FM K-Don. This is the Mark Hoke Show. The Mark Hoke Show. Here again, your host, Mark Hoke. And we are back on the Mark Hoke Show here on K-Don, 1015 FM. Talk Las Vegas, and we are just trying to get Brian Blair on here real quick. So while we're waiting for Brian to uh, get on the, uh, click that link, we will... Talk about Dark Side of the Ring. Oh, yeah. Do we got a moment for that? I think so. Okay. Did you check out the latest one? They are my favorite. I tell you, this is what's crazy is that people still want to be wrestlers after watching these. Right. <laughs> well, different times. But, I mean, the latest one, did you watch the Adrian Adonis one that aired yeah. last week? Okay. Like, number one, I forgot about the flower shop. Remember, <laughs> we yeah. were talking about the uh, shows last week, but... Uh, I forgot about Flower Shop, but Adrian Adonis was definitely uh, a standout character at yeah. this time, man. Were you a fan of? Uh, dude, back in the day, Adrian Adonis, a lot of people spoke about Adrian Adonis for just because a big guy that could move, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, also known for uh, giving giving Brett uh, a rub and uh, making sure the locker room knew Brett was cool. And if he hadn't done that, we wouldn't have Brett. So, yeah, shout out to Adrian Adonis. Oh yeah, yeah. R.I.P. They, they called them twinkle toes, huh? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And um, yeah, it's always like I mean, obviously it's dark side of the ring, but always a tragic ending, and it just like highlights. And Isn't it I, shame that that's the narrative now? Yeah, right, right. And I well, in different times, right? So like we talk about how the industry has changed. We how, still have our dark sides this side. In, in we this do, we do. But I think that a lot of that stuff, like we didn't have social media back then, right? So you didn't know half of it until it all comes out. Then it comes. You You'll know, never know those. Glorious days. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, glorious for some, but yeah, it's definitely different times. And I think, you know, as we're about to talk to uh, Brian Blair here, it's like the, the, that's what the Cauliflower Alley is. A lot of yeah. these people that were caught up in those times and, you know, going through different stuff when they had worse regulations than they do now. I mean, you know, as far as the You got a whole season at Cauliflower Alley Club. You got to go to the bar and listen to the stories. They're amazing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. I think that, uh, I mean, it's just a great organization, and I think it highlights that. But Dark Side of the Ring is definitely one of my favorite shows, and um, I'm I'm excited. I don't know who else they got coming up this season, but I don't know. So- I, I, I've seen the um, the Junkyard Dog 
one. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was before. good. That was great. Yeah, yeah, that was my guy right there, man. So uh, just so many legends, and like I said, like I, I, I believe we're ready to go with this, yeah? Yeah, absolutely. So what do you say we get the man on himself? He is, oh, well, we got, and uh, he's got friends. Right. <laughs> live he's in the live hive. in the hive, Brian like Live in the hive. What's going on, my friend? There he is. Killer B. Ladies and gentlemen, legend, legend in the building. Let's see. You got see all you guys. There he is. Well, there he you is. guys are just awesome. I mean, <laughs> everything you're doing for the CAC, we just cannot thank you. You guys just stepped up and just said, hey, can we do this? We can add this. And, you know, we'd love to have uh, some of your honorees on. And, I mean, Mark really took control. Then David said, hey, I could do those videos. And, I mean, I, I'm, we're overwhelmed by what you guys have done for the CAC. And that's what it is. It's a collaborative effort. We're all volunteers, you know, just uh, working for the same purpose to help the the JYDs who unfortunately passed. But uh, so many of the uh, of the big stars that have made tons of money, um, we don't mention names unless they tell us to, but guys like Kamala, Mr. Wonderful, Paul Orndorff, uh, one of my best friends ever in life, uh, of course, J- James Harris was too, uh, but, um, uh, you know, Bobby, the brain, another, another wonderful friend, but I mean, the list is so deep. Um, it's like the guys should all take, um, you know, financial planning lessons that should be required before they get into the business. And, mm-hmm. uh, it, it's a shame. You see people that don't pay their state taxes or, uh, people that uh former uh wrestling <clears throat> colleagues that um either got divorced divorces um uh don't have medical insurance it's it goes on and uh because of the collaborative effort you know that we all pitch in together it's total team effort nobody gets paid um you know we really put smiles on these people's faces and we help a ton of people no i think i, I think it's beautiful what you guys do and you talk about um you know, that journey in pro wrestling, when, like you're a megastar, right? So I think that the mentality a lot of times, especially back in the days, is like it's going to last forever, right? So you say no financial planning, and you're just kind of going with it. Uh, was there a point in your career where you got caught up, like this train will never stop? You know, David, I always uh, – my Uncle Jimmy had a saying, uh, my dad's brother, he, he would say, B.B., uh, you need to listen to this. I, if you would – you know, kind of adhere by these words, I think you'll do well. He goes, you know, what I like to do, he says, I live as if I'm going to die tomorrow, but I plan as if I'm going to live forever. Wow, good. And then then he kind of broke it down for me and made sense of it all. And it's all about, you know, making the most out of each day, Uh, never putting off till tomorrow, what you can do today. It's about, you know, taking at least 10% of every dime that you make and you put it into a savings account until you can uh, buy a money market or buy a CD until you can buy a, put a down payment on a home, um, you know, buy a business. And, uh, so you're planning the whole time, making sure you have insurance, uh, making sure you've got your bases covered. But then, you know, again, going on to that next day with a smile and uh, making the most out of every day. And so I thought that was really good advice. No, I love that. Love that. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And of course, uh, we're on with 
B. Brian Blair, of course, from the legendary tag team Killer Bees, and that you know, was pretty darn good singles wrestler too. Should have been a world <laughs> champ, I tell you. I, I always loved watching Brian wrestle. I really did. Well, I was a world junior heavyweight champ. Oh, that's right. I Maybe forgot about that. Shame on me. I'm, you know, I got, everybody's got too many long resumes. I gotta, I gotta bone up a little bit more. <laughs> Brian's also one of those uh, wrestlers that got a hug from Vince. That's a big feat in this business. <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, Vince touched him. German phobic, <laughs> and uh, you, you know, the one time in St. Louis, and he called us back, and Orndorff and I, after we had just a tremendous match, and um, uh, Vince at that time was doing play-by-play right at ringside. And I glanced over at him and he was like, and I know he was commentating. He had to be, but I couldn't hear him, but uh, he was like, oh, like he was enamored. And at the end, uh, Chief Jay Strongbow comes up to us and he says, uh, hey, BBB, uh, uh, Caesar wants to see uh, you and Orndorff as quick as possible in his office, which happened to be a makeshift locker room there at the Kilo Twin. So uh, I saw Paul first. I said, what did we do wrong? Did I mean, you did ball shot me. He goes, oh, I know, <laughs> you know, but uh, I don't know. So we walk in and all of a sudden Vince was, golly, grabs us and he hugs us. Unbelievable. Unlike Vince McMahon, totally hugs us. I mean, squeezes us. And uh, we're still kind of sweaty too. And uh, <laughs> he said, that was, he put his hand up. He goes, that was the best match i've ever witnessed in my life in life and, wow in his life and if you know anything about gorilla position that's better than a world title <laughs> <laughs> it was just an amazing compliment oh that is incredible i i'd never heard that story that's pretty cool well, well brian tell everybody a little bit about what's going on with the cac reunion here in las vegas because i have to tell you other than just everybody who normally shows up what a star-studded lineup of award winners and people that are going to be at this event. So give everybody the rundown on what's going to be happening at the CAC reunion. Well, every year, Mark, uh, this is our 57th reunion at the uh, uh, Plaza Hotel and Casino right across from Fremont Street in Vegas. And um, if anybody's never been to Fremont Street, you've got to, you got to go there. It's like Bourbon Street on steroids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's wild. And, um, you know, we have lots of uh, events. It's it, the honorees are, you know, really our draw. And we do have some tremendous honorees. But prior to that, we've got we have seminars. Uh, JBL will be given one of the seminars. We've got some great seminars. Um, JBL and James Beard. Um, we uh, we um, have karaoke for the first time. Okay. Oh, Lord. Night. <laughs> oh lord <laughs> tuesday, tuesday night there are matches at the nerd and if you are a if you have C, uh, cac uh identification if you're a member or attendee of the reunion you get in for free that's a tuesday after the uh honoree um uh dinner and uh awards night and we have that again on wednesday so um the basic function is from the 28th uh, through the 30th. That's a uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Uh, you registration Monday afternoon. Um, uh, so actually starts at 10 o'clock. Then we uh, 
Uh, again, we have uh, karaoke on Monday night. Uh, we have a pool party that day as well. Uh, I believe that starts at five and lasts till eight. Karaoke lasts from eight until 10, I believe. Um, Dave will be there with his inflatable rubber duck. Uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> easy, easy. Yeah. It's a crocodile. And, and we have a nostalgia room for people that like to get autographs and buy swag and things like that. But the uh, honorees will be down there. Uh, there'll be vendors down there, you know, selling different things. Um, we have, uh, we also have, um, oh, we have so many functions, but the honoree list is tremendous. Our, our two top honorees, uh, Ron Simmons, will uh, is uh, being awarded with the uh, Luthez Award, and um, CM Punk uh, will be uh, receiving the Iron Mike Mazurki Award. And Iron Mike Mazurki was the founder of the CAC in 1965. Mm -hmm. They actually used to meet at a place in California, uh, and Mike was Mike was a big movie star too. He's a, if you Google him, he was uh, like. I don't know, in 20 John Wayne movies, he was always like the heel, the bad guy. Okay. And, uh, you know, he had top billing in many of those movies, but he his first passion was wrestling. So he was making quite a bit of money, and uh, they'd meet together in this uh, uh, place in California. And the guys would get together, and they had runners like uh, Carl Lauer, who was – uh, our CEO, when I came aboard, uh, Nick Bockwinkle was the president at that time. And, um, you know, they all explained, as a president, we had to know the history of the CAC. And um, the uh, guys would get together and report who needs a little bit of help. And everybody would say who needs a little bit of help financially, why they need it. And they would put together envelopes of money, cash. And then Carl Lauer and a couple other guys would run the money to the wrestlers in need. And so that's how it started. How good is and, that? Yeah, no, that's beautiful. That, to see the evolution to where it is now. That, but it's crazy. I love that like, story. This is what I was saying earlier. Though. Like, there, there should be something in place that looks after the wrestlers. And, and now it's the boys looking after the boys. Because yeah, yeah. over all that all that amount of time, no one's really looked after them, and it's, it's Brian and the CAC that are doing it. And you know what, Ash? Um, in nineteen, I believe it was eighty-six, Jesse Ventura wanted to start a union. Mm -hmm. Right. So he got my partner at the time, the Killer Bees, jumping Jim on board. He got maybe twenty guys on board. And we're, we're a crew of 120 mm -hmm. uh, then, so, uh, or at least 100. And I don't know what's happened to my, okay, there we go. Uh, so anyway, um, uh, it gets us all to, uh, you know, and I said, well, uh, personally, uh, I'm not getting on board. We need the union, there's no doubt, because at that time we exploded, you know, mm -hmm. it's not like the old territory days, you know, where, you know, you got to make sure the promoters make money so you get paid. Right. It's now where the promotion's making excessive money in comparison to what the talent's getting paid. So um, I said to them, I said, the only way a union will succeed is that if you get all, if you got to get Macho Man, Hogan, yeah. all the top guys, um, and uh, uh, you need to have 
enough to figure out where that Vince can't even run one town. Uh, he, that he doesn't have enough talent, top talent left to run one town. Otherwise, you're going to get nowhere. Ah, uh, yeah, we will. Da 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 da. So, <laughs> Brunzi and uh, and uh, Jesse wound up going to Vince with the union idea. Well, they both got two weeks off with no pay. <laughs> I bet. You're taking the money out of my oh, pocket. No. <laughs> Makes sense. So that's what happened, and. Um, you know, it's, it's, we do need a union. I mean, every yeah. other, you know, I mean, I don't care if you want to call it sports entertainment. Uh, all sports have <clears throat> unions, all entertainment. You know, Hollywood's on strike now. The writers and the actors have joined together and they're on strike. Uh, you've got to have some kind of representation, especially, um, you know, Mark knows what I've been through uh, just in the last uh, couple of years and especially mm-hmm. the last month uh having my fourth back surgery and i have reconstructive back surgery but if i hadn't planned properly and done things you know i there's nobody to pay for that for me i mean thanks for all those bumps by the way oh you're welcome Uh, thank (laughs) you Uh, (laughs) i'm paying for it now but anyway uh it was uh it was uh you know that was my like 24th operation you know um in they're either directly or indirectly tied to the business and and we i mean we bang our bodies up to the max guys i mean it's crazy how much we bang our bodies up and you know people don't realize that i don't know if you can see this or not on there yeah man i got it here that is a the pig he's putting up a picture of his back surgery if you haven't seen it on twitter it is there is That's a not a zipper. car accident. That... There is a zipper going almost yeah. all the way down his back with a a tube stuck inside of it as well. So it's it's a pretty nasty surgery Graphic. Brian just went through. But, mm. but but you're looking magical, man. He's he's well, back. <laughs> he's back. Put on the game face, right? Yeah, yeah. There you go. The wrestler, la- man, la- he's got to kick out. Right, right. Always kicking out, man. Last night I I went on a binge and I just started watching old episodes of CAC on YouTube. Uh, a lot of the speech, man, and I, I just want to say it's an honor and pleasure to be a part of the organization, man. I love what you guys are doing. Thank you, David, and it is so exciting. I mean, you know, Jack Briscoe was one of my favorite wrestlers of all time. You remember Jack Briscoe, of course. Yeah, of course. And Jack was like my hero. He helped break me in. You know, I, so many stories. But uh, uh, when Jack passed, his most popular eulogy. Uh, that was used and spread around mentioned uh four of his uh top accomplishments and that was being the nwa nwa world heavyweight champion uh the ncaa uh champion uh amateur champion from uh, oklahoma state that he was uh a men's wrestling honoree at cac and the lou fez winner at cac so uh you know you could see the relevance just by that, you know, in his obituary, how important being honored at the CAC is. I mean, it's a it's a process. And, um, you know, fans send everything, or not fans, but our members send, you know, who they think are in every category. And, uh, you know, you go from the most votes, you start calling and you work your way down. But most people just jump on it. I mean, 
we have, uh, for example, we our referee award, uh, uh, Kevin Jeffries. He's he refereed for WWE for many years all over. He's from Canada. We have somebody coming in for the James C. Melby Award, which is a historian award. His name is uh, uh, Koji Miyamoto, and uh, he's very famous in the wrestling magazines. Uh, he's famous for all kinds of journalism. He's flying from Tokyo just to receive his award. Um, the first ever uh, uh, independent wrestling award and uh, a lady named Rhea Von Slasher. Yeah, this, this woman is innovative and she's, I, I had to look at videos of her when she was nominated and video after video. And I see this girl and she's, I mean, I can legitimately, legitimately believe that she can beat these guys that she's wrestling. Uh, she not only dominated the women, but she's vicious and dominated some men too. And then we kind of honor uh, guys that have had like a Hollywood um, uh, stint wrestling connection, yeah. kind of done both. And it's called the Real Award. And Al Burke, who's um, <clears throat> has uh, more credits than any other uh, wrestler alive uh, in Hollywood. Uh, he's getting the real award this year. We do a posthumous award this year. The posthumous award goes to Killer Carl Cox. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So his son will be there. Uh, we have the uh, the women's uh, women's wrestling award, um, and that is uh, Mickey James. You guys remember Mickey James, of Definitely. course. We know. Definitely. Wrestling Award, Coco Beware. Uh, my guy. Uh, second, second men's award is Jody Malenko. I believe he was on the show. Jody yeah. was, was it? Yeah, yep. a couple weeks back. Yeah, and then uh, we have a Lucha Libre Award, Damien. Damien 666. I kind of don't like that number, but it is what it is. <laughs> six, six, uh, six. Tag Team Award, the good old Nasty Boys. Uh, we have a Courage Award, which is a surprise. Uh, golly, when we first gave away, I, I created a Courage Award. And uh, gave it to um, the first one was Kamala. I saw that and, yesterday. Yeah, and then the uh, second one was uh, Brickhouse Brown. And uh, uh, Brickhouse, golly, I got so close to that guy. He was, poor guy, went in. He had no insurance. He went to, he was really suffering. And uh, he, he had stage two cancer by the time we got him a doctor. It had gone into late stage three cancer. And so we got him chemotherapy. Uh, the CAC did all you guys, everybody that joins the club and helps out with the club. You collaboratively, we paid for Brickhouse's chemotherapy. His dream was to come to a CAC event live. And, um, and he did, he lived for an extra almost a year because of the chemo and, the treatment that the CAC provided them. And, and so that's why the courage award is so important to us. Uh, the recipient, the recipient of the courage award, we kind of, we don't broadcast that mm. and the person comes and they've been somebody that the CAC has uh, helped and they tell their story right from their heart. And that's what the CAC is all about. So you get to see that this year. And of course I mentioned Ron Simmons and CM Punk. It's a, it's a tremendous lineup guys. Yeah. Uh, in the dictionary next to man, there's a picture of Ron Simmons. Yeah. <laughs> no doubt was, about uh, that. You know, he was one of the best uh, nose guards ever to come out of the state of Florida. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They retired his Jersey, didn't they? Pardon me? They retired yeah, his Jersey in Florida did. state. Yeah. 
Yes, they did. Yeah. This is going to be an awesome, awesome event. And we cannot encourage you enough. Not just, and even if you're not in Las Vegas or in the area and can't make it, get a membership and, you know, go to caulifloweralleyclub.org. Hop on there real quick. Get your membership. It's 25 bucks. And you're helping out all of these people that have, you have cheered on and have sacrificed so much for you, for your entertainment. And, you know, give back a little bit. Give, you know, give back a lot of bit. Yeah, and, and you can make and you can make more donations than that too if you yeah. want to. So you know, feel free to hop on there and you know and help out the CAC. So and, and, and another thank you, Mark. And another great thing is that <clears throat> once again, <clears throat> almost a hundred percent of your contribution goes directly to helping these guys. It's not like we have an overhead. We don't. We don't. Nobody gets paid. I have to buy my own reunion ticket, my own plane ticket, my own hotel, my own food. Uh, so it costs me money. And then, you know, sometimes, I mean, I've done okay in life. So I always find myself feeling sorry for some of the guys and put them some extra money. And, you know, my wife says, Hey, Hey, you could have given that to your son or whatever. And I said, you know, well, uh, you know, he's, he needs to learn to work. You know, he's healthy. It's, it's, it becomes so passionate and it becomes so ingrained in you that you will, when you hear these people, especially when you, uh, when you see the Courage Award every year, it, it, it brings tears to your eyes because these people really tell you, the people that have helped them, just how much you've meant to them and, and what your finances did for them and how it lifted them and gave them hope. And, and you know, guys, that's what it's all about. You know, we all face challenges. And, and uh, when you know that there's somebody there to just give you a little bit of hand up. It really makes a big difference. Absolutely. Difference, huh? yep. Beautiful thing. Beautiful yeah. thing. They All kept right. talking about the club, but at, at the event, they just, it's a family. Like it's a family thing. If you're a wrestling fan, you're in the community. It's a family thing. And it's beautiful what you're doing, man. We appreciate you. Yep. Absolutely. Brian. And Hey, well, we, we, we're like behind, we got to get to our break. Uh, Brian, I want to thank you for coming on the show. We do appreciate it. And uh, we'll be in touch and we'll be seeing more people from the CAC as uh, we get closer to the event on the show. Thank you so much, my friend. Thank you, Brian. God bless you, Brian. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. Can't thank you enough. God bless you. Have a wonderful Sunday and a wonderful week. Uh, We'll talk soon. I appreciate it. Yes, sir. Sounds good. (laughs) Be Brian Blair, everybody. Join us on the Mark Hoke Show. All right, and we got to get this break in or we will never get to that last segment. So, guys, stick around. (laughs) We'll be right back to wrap up the Mark Hoke Show here on KDON 101.5 FM. The Talk of Las Vegas. And once again, thanks to Brian Blair for coming on the show, buddy. Indeed. Killer B. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. We'll be back. wellness can help you achieve your goals and look and feel your best our regenerative medicine clinic utilizes stem cell and exome therapy we also have a comprehensive weight loss program and numerous other services you can find on our website at infinitewellness.info we're located at 8925 west post road suite 100 right across from ikea you can book your appointment today by calling us at 702-842-2244 or find us on social media at infinitewellness.lv we'd love to be a part of your journey What's the biggest threat to your retirement lifestyle and your money lasting? 
Join us on the Underground Economy Saturday mornings at 10. If you're looking for an award-winning dining experience at outstanding prices, look no further than Unique Eats. Whether it's their incredible breakfast platters, amazing pastas and sandwiches, or world-renowned pizzas, celebrity chef Dominic Tedesco will have you covered. Check out their coffee and smoothie bar, vegetarian options, catering, and top-flight service. Visit Unique Eats today at 3100 South Durango Suite 100. Call 702-992-3038 or go to uniqueeatslv.com and we'll See you all at Unique Eats. 1015 FM K Don. You're listening to the number one professional wrestling radio show in Vegas, The Mark Hoke Show. The Mark Hoke Show. Now, here again is Mark Hoke. Wow, dude, we, we run super long on that segment. We've you, got about a minute to go here before we're. Oh, you got to chill on them hand signs. Break. <laughs> the breaker, <laughs> the breaker. <laughs> Do what you got to do. Settle down. We need a sign or something. Yeah. Man. Just, I think he just gave it to us. Ah! Yeah, that's the sign. All right. That's the sign. Jesus. Ash, hey, real quick, before we get out of here, I want to give everybody a chance to, uh, how do they get in touch with you about everything that you've got going on if they're interested? Handle is right here at Ash Arkell. Get in the DMs. Uh, not like that. But, yeah, just uh, Catch Wrestling Agency. Uh, it's a pro wrestling talent agency. Uh, merchandising by Dave Difference, healthcare and wellness by Jenny Santana, Infinite Wellness, bookings done by NJ Holiday, coaching done by me, Ash Arkell, yours truly, and media exposure by Mark Hoke and Mikey Medrano. And also, uh, go on Google, look us up, uh, Future Stars of Wrestling. Shout out to Rocky T, Joe DeFalco, and JD3 Studios for giving me a platform. Uh, Kenny King, Sim Bodie, the Pro Wrestling Academy. Let's go. Let, let's let's make a difference, Dave. There you have it. And that's the difference. Ladies and gentlemen, yeah. thank you for tuning in. It's been a beautiful episode, huh? Absolutely. So, guys, thanks for tuning in to the Mark Oak Show. We really, really do appreciate it. And don't thanks forget for... to check out the Cauliflower Alley Club. Yeah. Ash, thanks for coming on. Let's kick and off and the of course... clogs. <laughs> let's kick the clogs off. Thanks to Brian Blair for coming on, guys. I, I hope you really enjoyed the show. I had a blast today. We all did. David Difference. Hurry up. Uh, hurry up, Mark. Uh, hey, I'm watching my clock. I've got oh, okay. it under control. Oh, you it's know how to Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. Come on, man. Follow us on Twitter at Mark Oak Show, Facebook, The Mark Oak Show, MarkOakShow.com, and everything else. Cut. Just find us, Cut. and we will see you guys next week on The Mark food. Oak Show. Have a great day, everybody. Cut, Mark. Cut. Cut. Want more of The Mark Oak Show? Follow us on Twitter at Mark Oak Show. Like us on Facebook at The Mark Oak Show. And visit MarkHokeShow.com to keep up with everything happening with the show. And remember to check out all of our archive shows on YouTube at The Mark Hoke Show and download our podcasts at markhokeshow.podbean.com and all your favorite podcast outlets. So join the Mark Hoke Show family today and thanks for listening.